Uh, welcome back to the Funny Books and Firewater podcast. We're a drinking podcast with a comic book problem. Shake the shit out of it. We saw our end to make sure I keep the mute on as I'm smacking my lips. <laughs> well, the, the fun part about all this is like we had some leftover chicken from last night because we did, um, oh, we did chicken saladas last night. So I was like, Clark last night was putting them in a bag. He's like, oh, it's not a freezer safe bag. So I'm like, oh, we'll just put it in the fridge. We'll do it tomorrow night. We'll do like a barbecue chicken pizza. So I get everything forward, come home, and I was like, oh, cool. Let's, I got home like around 6 30 right before we started doing this. And so the cool, let's like put in the oven, you keep an eye on it, and then I'll go record. He's like, oh, I put it in the freezer. Like, I told you specifically not to because we didn't use a freezer safe bag first of all until we're using it tonight so it's been defrosting and water in the sink this whole time so just now i got a text can i use the new habanero seasoning because i got some great tongue spank stuff todd nice i have a habanero garlic that's amazing i think that's what we got there was like four of my god there was a scorpion uh pepper sea salt that sounds Mm. quite lovely yeah because they don't make our favorite one anymore i don't think did i send this to you guys about the the white people spicy did i send that to you white people spicy that Mm. mayo is too spicy no, there was a there was a meme that I found that I yeah it was the yellow curry where he was like my friend cannot handle spice like it needs to be white 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 person mild like missionary sex mild like party with the prophet of the Mormon Church mild. Hilarious, <laughs> <laughs> which I loved. But there was a guy that commented on it on Instagram who was like, I am convinced that the white that the whole thing of like white people not being able to handle spice stuff is like upper middle class like white like waspy white anglo-saxon prostate you know prostate he's like because every like like blue collar man that i know it's like i go down south and i see like in every single one of these like rednecks uh mm-hmm. fridges or whatever are like ass raping <laughs> and i was like that sounds about right so either um you sent it to us or I, I have seen that though. No, I did. I just found it on our group chat because I was like, I don't, I know I sent it to like a few people because it just cracked me the fuck up. So yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, uh, hey, and welcome to another episode of the Funny Books and Firewater podcast. Uh, we have a full enchilada of people here today. We have Mr. Todd, Mr. Adam, and Mademoiselle Elena. Hello. 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 <laughs> yeah. Oh, and I'm Brian. Uh, so so uh, this week we are finishing up our month of summer loving. We had a blast. It happened we, though? so fast. Um, we are finishing up with a, a book called uh, Blue Flag, which is a manga. Uh, we all read this digitally because for some fucking reason to buy the first volume in print is crazy fucking expensive in America. Don't ask I me. I just found it for 11 bucks. Where did you find it for 11 bucks? Amazon. <laughs> really? I, when I looked up on Amazon, it was like $30. I just literally looked because I was trying to find a... Because the like we mentioned last episode, everyone in this book has like five names. So yeah. I was trying to make sure I got the names right. And uh, I was just like, oh, the, the thing takes me to Amazon. is like, oh, paperback. So weird. Okay, let's see. Now, now I have to check this. This is gonna be boring audio. Oh yeah, fuck. What the fuck? I mean, Collinology was seven bucks. Just drop a few f bombs. Like, That's how I we get demonetized. Horseshit. We don't have any money coming in anyway. <laughs> Fuck, dude. Wait, wait. Uh, where, where's my $2 a month coin then? $2! It's going into your uh, your retirement fund. Oh, your, God. Uh, your, I'm your fucked. Your funny books. Y042K. Um, anyway. Nice. 
Uh, anyway, uh, so at one point in time, we thought it was really expensive. Apparently, they just got a whole bunch more in stock recently because now it's relatively cheap. Um, you know, so whatever. I don't know what the fuck happened there. But we all read it digitally. I, I think to Todd, did you read it digitally? Yes. Yeah, because we. I'm, I'm not crazy, right? This was expensive for a while. Yeah. It might have been. I don't know. Printed it. I don't know. Oh, whatever. Anyway. I, 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 it's no Hikatea. It, it is no Hikatea. I don't, I no, don't, no, yeah, it's not. No, that was kind of worth it. Um, anyway, so, uh, yeah, this week's book is, uh, it's, I mean, I guess it's about a group of friends, sort of, at least this first volume is, uh, you know, it's, um, there's this guy kind of unpopular at school, um, who his, uh, his buddies are all in a different class than he is. Uh, and he ends up being in a class with a buddy of his from when he was younger, who is now sort of like, like a bigger popular jockey kind of guy. And there is this, uh, quiet, soft-spoken kind of awkward girl in their class who has a crush on this big, uh, you know, strapping young lad. And so she sort of convinces the geeky friend to help her uh you know date the the big jock guy and then slowly over time at least in the first volume she starts to sort of fall in love with the geeky guy does that cover about everything in this book yeah I think so yeah okay uh anyway so with that being said adam what is our cocktail for this week so this week our cocktail is called the ghost i'm uh, gonna go ahead and put a martini glass filled with water and ice into the freezer or however you want to do it to make it nice and chilled in an ice filled shaker you're gonna add two ounces of gin a half ounce of lime juice a half ounce of green chartreuse you're gonna shake the shit out of it strain into the chilled martini glass after you empty it of course and then you're going to garnish with a twist of lime zest okay that sounds nice. delightful it, it does, does. Juniper it and lime. but the green summer time so you know it's like you know we're, we need something kind of you know cool Light and be hot yeah. as hell so yeah right and this is a very sort of slice of life kind of sweet and light and yeah i don't know it's it, 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 it that seems to fit the overall vibe more than just yeah. the storyline uh cool uh mr todd do you have a drinking rule for this let's turn it to 11 oh as in with all high school okay. experiences, anytime any kind of emotion happens and it's manga, let's have it amped up to 11. Okay. Uh, oh, uh, Mr. Adam, what is uh, your drinking emerald? So it's either with Futaba or Kuze-san. It's called, Are You High? It's every time they show a picture of her and her eyes are drooping and they're like, that girl's high as fuck. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, okay. Um, I, I'm going to go with uh, interior monologue. Uh, every time a character thinks for a good page or two by themselves about something um, and, and just kind of goes on and on and on, that is, uh, that, that's a time to drink right there. Uh, that was also going to be my drinking game rule for the last book that I did last week, and I totally forgot to say it. We just kind of plowed on through and kept on going. Uh, but, Lena, what is your drinking game rule? Uh, I hate manga. <laughs> okay. Um, every time you just get angry because you flip the page the wrong way take a drink because <laughs> i mean there you go like, if you're reading it digitally like i get it but like but you could just I, I mean yeah i don't know i get it but whatever yeah so it's just um, your internet connection is unstable you're unstable um well i mean we can so, hear you, uh, you just well lena since, oh now you're moving. Okay. Well, okay, cool. Uh, Lena, what are your thoughts other than the fact that you hate manga? Um, I guess my biggest issue with this book was more just the fact that like, I, I just, I couldn't get past the like, cons like the, the like anime, like crazy face. And every time they're anxious and every time I'm like, I just, it, I just got angry more and more that it happened. Cause it was just like, okay. And then there's a lot of screaming, you know, and then like 500 names for every person and everything. I just couldn't I couldn't get into it. Okay. And well, I, it, it's high school stuff drawn like it's Dragon Ball Z well, Super yeah. Saiyans it's, fighting it's, each it's other. It's shown in it's shown in manga. And so if you go watch like animes, right. um, one that's a perfect example that's really popular is Full Metal Alchemist because it's drawn 
very, very well. You have these really cool cutscenes, uh, like uh, battle scenes and everything else. And then when it's like the downtime, when they're all like reacting, they do like the big eyes, the big face, the what, like, the screaming thing. Uh, so it's it's the style of manga. I mean, you can go read mm-hmm. fifty thousand others that are different, but this is very much like the shonen type part. If yeah. I understand shonen correctly, so our manga fans can be like, "Fuck you, Adam. You don't know what shonen is." But I could be right. I don't know. So yeah, uh, I mean, no, I and I, I I get your point on that. This is um, I feel like. <sighs> Because this is such a slice of life story, those overreactions almost feel even more like overreactions, I guess, because it is so, so right. It's so much. Yeah, it just feels a little like over the top, even more than would be considered over the top. I think. Um, but uh, yeah, um, I don't know, Todd. What are your thoughts? So with this manga thing, I started. It was annoying me, <laughs> and I started playing the game of if I don't read the dialogue and I just kind of make up my own dialogue or thoughts. Just just by the things. I wasn't terribly off. So what the manga actually does fairly well is it's very expressive. Yeah. Yes. But it's too much kind of a so. There there is a um the shonen style has never met the word subtlety. No. And it's fine. I mean, I guess they are in high school. You're not very subtle in high school even if you think you are. But mm-hmm. It's an exhausting read. It was just kind of an exhausting read, and it was enough that I just kept going through. And, you know, it's it's kind of like CW shows. I'm no longer the target demographic for The Flash and One Tree Hill, whatever it is on the show now. (laughs) But I'll come running home to you. Right? I love that you just mentioned a a show as if it was hip and popular and new that I guarantee has been off the air for at least a decade, if not more. I remember One Tree Hill. (laughs) That's right. It followed that Dawson's Creek. I remember watching. I remember watching. (laughs) Literally followed half the crew for One Tree Hill. The back crew was Dawson's Creek. And then there was Dawson's Creek. Filmed in Wilmington. I don't know why I know that, but I do. Because you should go on Jeopardy. I right. But I watched too much One Tree Hill. But at the same time, I've that's never just seen one episode. And so I was just reading this, and I'm like trying to appreciate it for what it was, but I'm just like, eh, I'm not interested. Pod and it's, the yeah, last episode I'm, of One Tree Hill, titled One Tree Hill, aired on April 4th, 2012. Hey, nine years. I mean, nine I had a very years. imaginative title, at least. So yeah, that's how it closed. I will say it was. Uh, I, I sure enjoyed though that those cast of One Tree Hill. Those girls were. I had crushes on all of them. I mean, I love the tree in the hill, so I was all about those two. In the basketball? I guess so. I've never seen an episode, so. Oh, yeah. It's not great, but it I, filled a tight lot. I feel that way about the last season of Sabrina, and Lena agrees yeah. with me. I agree. Well, I liked the beginning. I didn't hate the entire season. I hated the way they ended the season and the series. No, we, we fully talked about this. I do yeah. 100% believe that halfway through the season, Netflix said, hey, fuck you, we're canceling you, and so the writers were like, fuck it, we don't care anymore, we still got our pay so let's just do here this. we go yeah so, I, I will sure. stand by that i, I believe so that's I'll let happen, other so. people talk about it that enjoyed this book uh is that you adam you're assuming i enjoyed the book uh actually <laughs> I, I, no, I, I, that, was, that was a question i was asking because i it, it might have been me as well i i don't know so i did like the book overall uh and i'm, I'm a bit more familiar with the the style they're going for i mentioned full metal alchemist i'm watching that right now with clark so i'm used to that and when i was younger i read they they did a manga series of uh a bunch of the legend of zelda series mm-hmm. and they're, they're kind of done in the same way where it's one second it's really like oh my god sharp art and we're doing this kind of thing these action scenes and the next one everyone's got the big eyes and the big faces and they're you know they're they're overreacting so i'm a bit more familiar with this and watching 
Full Metal Alchemist means I've, I'm used to this kind of. So I, the the theme and the way it was drawn didn't really put me off. Uh, it was kind of annoying, and I, I don't know when this was written. I, I didn't look that up, but that it's like the whole thing revolved around the fact that a girl couldn't do it for herself, so she needs some guy to come in. Who, honestly, the guy has a crush on the guy he's trying to help the girl with. So that's very stereotypical, like, movie or whatever else you're going to go into mm-hmm. uh, thing. And, and we don't know, is this person gay? Are they straight? Are they this? Are they that? And you kind of get a hint at the end when Tachi's, like, talking to the bitch who wanted to kill the other kid because he was being egging someone along. And it's like, it just felt like everyone was trying to put someone down for trying to be their best part. And Kurosan, the you know, the person I made the, the drinking game after, she even very specifically says, she's like, this isn't what I do. And the reason why I like this guy is because he showed interest. He actually cared about something. And I kind of want to do my thing and come out of my shell and try to be a different person. And high school is that time when that's who you don't want to be. You want to be that person who is, mm-hmm. you don't want to change. You, you want to find your groove and stay there. And so for someone to be like, hey, you know what? I, I think I'm, I'm too timid. I'm too, in a sense, cowardly to talk to people. I want to become a better person in their own eyes. I'm not saying like, you know, being timid doesn't mean you're a good person. It just means in their eyes, like, hey, I want to, I want to branch out and better myself in these different ways. And then for people to have you kind of pander to you, like, hey, I'll help you because I feel bad for you kind of thing. And they constantly put them down because they're trying to learn and do things differently. And then, you know, they don't succeed the first time. I mean, that's, that's how all of us learn. We learn from our failures, not from what we do well. Uh, right. So that kind of bugged me. I, I think it's overall a cute story. I, I do kind of want to see where it goes because there is, uh, there are lots of uh, loose ends kind of left at the end, especially where we find out Tachi probably is gay because it's brought up that, you know, it's, oh, did you tell him how I feel, blah, blah, blah. And it's it's very obvious that the main character probably has feelings for him and was kind of going back and forth like, well, I'll help you do this and hope it won't work out so maybe he'll notice me kind of thing. Uh, so I, I don't know if I liked it or didn't like it. I, I do want to see what happens. And I, I actually uh, while looking this up and trying to find prices for the books on Amazon, got a spoiler for the last book it's actually eight books so mm-hmm. i know how it ends for the most part uh because they decided to put that spoiler in the uh the description but uh no it was it was overall it was kind of cute it was fun but it just eh, it kind of rubbed me the wrong way like i i do like manga i adapted reading it pretty fast having read more of them for this this podcast but i don't know I, i'm kind of mixed how i feel and i'm generally speaking that only happens every so often and all of you kind of jump in and kind of influence how i feel but i'm not getting that so i'm very very lost as far as where i'm going to come in at the end of this book as far as a rating goes because I, I i can see positive and negatives and i'm seeing different ones than you are so i might have to actually make up my own mind this one that's very very oh, frightening oh no. i know <laughs> um yeah for my two cents on this i think the story is okay i think for me the weakness is is that i don't really give a fuck about any of the characters like none yeah. of them have a, enough of an exactly. interesting dividing factor that i'm like oh like the girl's too wishy-washy the dude's too wishy-washy the buddy's too wishy-washy like they're all kind of like they fucking are there they exist but like there's nothing behind them you know what i mean there's and, and maybe there's more in later stuff but in this opening in this first one they are like there's i don't know there's there's just nothing in there that like other than like I, okay, this is the best way I can describe this book. Uh, there was a, a Todd and I were watching uh, this guy who does this like really crazy angry review of the uh, first uh, Star the Star Wars prequel, right? What's that guy's I think name? I've Todd? seen that one actually. It, it goes on for like hours. Media. Red Letter yes, Media. I've seen that one. This guy goes up. But one of the things I think is really interesting that he does is he sits there and goes, "Okay, without describing how they dress or using their name, describe this character." And like they describe Han Solo, they describe Chewbacca, they describe whatever, and they have these personality traits they can describe. 
describe it. And they said, okay, tell me about Anakin Skywalker or tell me about Padme or tell me about Jar Jar. And like really like and a lot of those circumstances, like the characters, they other than like the physical description of who that character is and how to identify them, there is no way of defining the characters. And I kind of felt that way about this one too, where it's like, I mean, with Star Wars episode one, if you say annoying, you got a 50-50 chance of getting it. So, well, I know it's true, but still, you know what I mean? Like that's, that's sort of how I felt. Just like, just I could this go somewhere interesting? Sure. I think this could lay the groundwork to go somewhere very interesting. This particular volume, I'd not give a flying fuck about any of the characters by the end of it. Just did not care. Um, so uh, that's where I think the biggest weakness is in, for my two cents. But uh, anybody else got any other thoughts? Well, I, we, we've talked about this before as far as, you know, is this book written for us? And I don't think it was because, you know, Shonen yeah. is more aimed towards the teenage audience and it's very... I can be a teenager. Well, I see you the pigtails hiding <laughs> under your hat, so... Uh, it, and again, if I'm, if I'm using Shonen properly, I, I may, I, I think I am. Uh, but this has happened before where, like, you know, this this may not be aimed at us. Uh, you know, the, the anti-hero, the one we read about the little girl who, the two yeah. girls, one was the hero, one was the villain kind of thing. And I think, Todd, you brought it up, like, this isn't meant for me, this is meant for someone else. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yes, this, this could not be aimed at middle-aged men and women who are reading comics and critiquing them. And I see the same thing when I'm doing movies as far as, like, twi- the Twilight series. Horrible movie series. It's a horrible book series. But I also understand the fact that, you know, there are people out there who love it, and I'm, I'm happy for them. So there could be people out there who read this book and they're like, oh my god, this is so much This is so much fun. This is so cool. I get this. And I'm really happy for them. I don't think it's for me, though. I don't think it's for any of us on this podcast. Uh, so it, it could be a simple matter of, you know what? Yeah, we're old and curmudgeonly. <laughs> And we, we this isn't this isn't a book that we would probably enjoy if we were like Johnny the Homicidal Maniac. You know, we I didn't read it until we did this. I was like, I don't get it. But you all, well, you know, Todd and Brian, you read that when you were younger and you kind of liked it. it yeah, it could kind of be the same thing, which isn't trying to give it leeway into being good or bad. Just yeah, maybe this wasn't meant for me. So yeah, I mean, I would say potentially there is either a cultural thing of um, these kids not necessarily fully identifying themselves uh, because they haven't had that opportunity and or you know like. For whatever reason, or it could be that these characters don't have a whole lot of identity because they want the audience to be able to identify with them more and be able to place their own thoughts and values and critique like onto these characters and stuff like that. Um, and that may- maybe it's maybe that's something that's more typical of of, a, of the target demographic that it is for this book or not. You know, what I mean, I don't know. Uh, but like, I guess my other thing that I would argue is those I've read other manga and fucking loved it. Um, so I'm just curious as to what like for me, it's not like a an overall genre like I don't like. I mean, there's a bunch stuff that i do read i'm just sort of interested in why this one in particular didn't really didn't really get me and i think for me it's just like the characters are just flat as fucking pancakes there's you know really nothing there but uh cool anybody else no No. okay cool you basically said it so yeah yeah <laughs> okay. Uh, well, this is then, going to be our shortest episode ever. It might be. Yeah. <laughs> it very well might be. Like this normally, is why but, we don't do two headers. <laughs> that's true. That's true. But we're caught up, so that's how it goes. Uh, so, Lena, what is your grade? Uh, I'm going to say C. It wasn't terrible. Just wasn't anything to write home about. Yeah. Okay, Mr. Todd. I'm going to go with Lena here. It's a C. Yeah. It's it's forgettable. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Mr. Adam. Yeah, I'm going to be a little bit nicer. I'm going to go with a B minus. I I think there's something interesting here, and I am more familiar with 
this form manga. So I kind of, the, the art style and the way that was presented didn't bother me. I might want to read more. I'm not sure. I kind of saw the spoiler for the end and that answered all my questions, but yeah, it was what it was. It wasn't horrible, but uh, again, it goes back to in three months from now, like, what do you think about Blue Flag? I'm like, oh, I read that, didn't I? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, cool. Um, and I'm going to go with like a, I'll probably do a C plus. Uh, was it for me? No. If uh, someone was, said they were totally into it, great. Good for you. I'm glad you are. Uh, wasn't my vibe and that's fine. Uh, cool. So next month, the month of August, we are going to continue our summer themes and we're going to do the dog days of summer. Uh, we have five books, five Mondays in uh, in August. So we are doing Red River Charlie, Science Dog, which comes from uh, Invincible, a little offshoot random side piece for that written by Robert Kirkman. So for those of you who are a fan of the comic and or the TV show, there's some connections there. Uh, Battle Pug, Grumble. Which, yeah, Grumble. Um, two pug which, books. <laughs> two pug books. And then Lockjaw, Who's a Good Boy, is the title of that trade. It's yes. Me. So, um, that being said, unless anybody else has anything else? No, negative? I can cover it. Okay, cool. Well, then, uh, thank you all for joining us, and we will see you all later. Toodles. Bye. Bye. Toodles. What the fuck? Toodles, really? I'm the gay one. I'm supposed to say toodles. <laughs> I don't have to say toodles. Actually, I'm going to stop this before I say anything terrible. Uh, <laughs> like you haven't already.